0: Tweet at SFM Radio and at John herrica Let's talk golf now. And the reason we're talking to Lully Stunned is I've been mean, you know, following go- golf has resumed uh, post COVID lockdown. And there are a number of new South Africans that are on the leaderboard and doing extremely well. And I was thinking about this on the drive into work today. There's, to me there's like three maybe four generations let's if you include like the old guys. If you include Dennis Hutchinson, Gary Player, uh, Simon Hobday, uh, Vincent Chabalala, John Bland, uh, Hugh Bayoki, if you include those then that's the like the first South Africa uh, first generation of South African golfers. But then post yeah, post apartheid, then there was Ernie Els, Ratif Coosen, uh, Brendan Pappas, Clinton Whitlaw, remember that? Warren a B Then there was the second generation, sort of people that came out from them. Uh, Henny Otto, maybe one of the early ones. Uh, you're looking at Louis Oerstes, and definitely Thomas Aiken, Charles Swatzel. And now there's this new generation of golfers. And I thought, who's the best person that's been watching these golfers come through from the youth, work their way up to now be on the international field? Uh, Ben is still having a go at my golfist. You're a golfist. Lolly Stunder is golfist extraordinaire. She's been watching golf since I can remember. Lolly, good to chat to you again. Happy New Year.
1: Well, first, my fellow Chelsea man, I'm going to say to you that I'll cry into my jamison for both of us. Ah, oh,
0: you see, that's just not right, eh?
1: And then, and then, I'm going to tell you that you just took me down a memory lane <laughs> there. Gosh, you you pulled names out there that I'd almost forgotten about. It's... Yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been in the business, as they say, for 21 years, and um, I switched uh, a couple of years ago uh, to amateur golf. Yes. Um, I just noticed that nobody nobody was really putting a spotlight on amateur golf. And we have such a vast, vast group of young and talented players. And I felt it it was almost becoming necessary to start introducing them to the media and to the public um, at amateur level. So that when they they hit the leaderboard in Europe, Mm. people knew who they were. Uh, As was the case last week with Gary Kigo. Now, uh, that little youngster went um, went viral here in South Africa when he suddenly started winning amateur tournaments from nowhere and um, and we you know he also popped onto our radar because he didn 't really play on the national circuit uh, he was competing mostly on the Western province circuit, and uh, uh, what a delightful kid, unbelievably nice kid and um, within a year he played himself onto the golf RSA national squad and he was just Mm. taking title after title. Um, Also then went to America, spent a year at university there in LA and like Brendan Stone felt it didn't really benefit him. He he felt he'd learned enough from the collegiate circuit to know that he was good enough to compete against the pros and that he would be better served to come back to South Africa Mm. Turn pro on the sunshine tour and cut his teeth here and then work his way to europe and and John, you know what that is a that is a um, a philosophy we've tried to drill in with these guys mm-hmm. some Some people are suited to do four years at college, like Dylan Fratelli, but for others, it just doesn't work and and like Brandon Stone, he came back to South Africa um Played on the IGT Challenge Tour and the Big Easy IGT. Uh, the IGT being a developmental tour where amateurs can play against pros to gain experience. And then the Big Easy IGT being a combination of Sunshine Tour and IGT, uh, also developmental circuits. But on that circuit, you can play your way onto the Sunshine Tour. Mm. And second start on that tour, you won a, won a tournament got an invitation or two to play on the Sunshine Tour and played his way to a tour card without having to go to Q School. Sure. Um, also already won on the Sunshine Tour. And then, of course, at the end of the season this year, uh, just before we locked down, he won the Tour Championship. Um, I have to say, I mean, you know, we're almost, almost at a point where we don't even want to hear it anymore. But <laughs> the, um, the lockdown and the pandemic has certainly thrown a spanner in the works of mm. a lot of promising young athletes. Uh, so, sticking with him for a moment, obviously locked down in South Africa for quite a while. And then, once the European tour and challenge tour um, co started in Europe, uh, we fast tracked um, applications for golf RSA did, uh, fast tracked applications for all the pros so they could get to Europe, sit out that 14 day quarantine, and, and try to start playing. So, obviously, this week you're going to see guys on the or the last three weeks, you'll see guys on the uh, circuit there like Justin Harding, Dean Walters, uh, uh, Dean Burmeister, Justin Walters, Bryce Easton, Brandon Stone, Zander Lombard. Um, th- th- those are the new generation guys mm. you're talking about. And then Gary Kigo, Christian Bezaydenot and Volko Ninabe are now the new faces on tour. Yeah, it's, and yeah, uh, I- and Gary had a top six finish just last week. Um, but one, what one has to understand is also he's not allowed to play every tournament. They don't have status yet to play in every tournament. Yeah. So they've got to wait to, to get an invitation or for um, a spot in the field to open. Gary got lucky last week. He was the reserve. He got into the field and he made, hey, you know what I mean? He he finished sixth in that, um, what was it called, the Urem Bank um, uh, the tournament um, with some great rounds there, all up par round, 65, 69, 67, 69. So kind of heartbreaking that this week he couldn't get into the tournament. Um And I, I noticed this more, uh, morning when I was looking, um, only uh, one South African made the cut there, Louis mm-hmm. Diaga. Mm-hmm. So really a pity, but these fields are not as big as as what we'd expect. Um, and a lot of the guys that are playing now are preparing for the U.S. Open. But that certainly hasn't held back Volko Ninaba, Uh, Ninaba kind of got global status when he went for a fitting at Ping in America, and he drove it 355 yards, (laughs) um, his driver. I kid you not. And uh, everybody sat up. I mean, this kid bombs it like you cannot believe. Mm. And the experience he's gained over the last year playing on the Sunshine Tour has started to polish his game. His short game has improved dramatically especially the wedges and the chip shots. Those were never his strengths. He was always great with a driver and very good with a putter but his short game used to let him down and to illustrate what I mean is um, he's been playing on two of the mini tours in the UK biding his time until he can get a start on the European tour and in his last four events he finished first, second, third and first <laughs> so the the, the short came certainly mm. coming into into um in, into fruition right now. And what was interesting was um two of those rounds were sixty five sure. and his best round was a sixty four and in that sixty four he still had a triple bogey. <laughs> uh, three butt <laughs> three butt. Uh, uh, so uh, what yeah, you know um for me, for me, the question you asked was the the, the new stars. Mm. I am busy with an article growing them like we used to, mm. because we really and truly are. I think the fact that um, Johan Rupert put money into a development program in South Africa for for players who perform above average to give them every advantage possible to be able to compete against the best in Europe and the best in America is really starting to show uh, fruit. When I was looking through my notes to prepare for this, I looked at the highlights in 2018 and 2019. Mm. You know, we had Yvonne Rabula win the amateur championship. Yvonne now in America in his final year at Auburn University. We had that same year, Bilko Ninova becoming the first South African to win the qualifier for the amateur since 1981. We had Little Martin Foster, 16-year-old out of Mossel Bay, win the Italian Championships and the um, Open, Junior Open, which is the precursor to the Open Championship. He also won the, the Irish Open. Um, followed his fellow Louis louis Academy member, uh, costa Lampracht, into the winner's circle on that one. He won four times on the Global Junior Tour, mm. and he led South Africa to the second-only victory in the Junior World Cup um, in Japan, where he put it, basically pitted against 21 of the best nations in the country. And South Africa, the team of South Africa, that included Gary Kigo, they won that tournament by 40 under par, which is a new tournament record. So we we most certainly have some young talent coming up. I mean, Christian Bezegna, what a year he had last year in Europe. Um, another product of the Golf RSA squad, another former South African number one, amateur. I mean, we used to lose them. Is oh, what I'm trying to say to you. We used to lose them, yeah. but now we're learning to keep them because
0: they're coming back. As you were saying at the beginning, uh, I just want to sort of reiterate just how young these new guys are. Because you know I remember when you when I, when I interviewed Ashley Simon. She's now Ashley Buhai, when she was young, yes. uh, youngest ever professional winner on the Ladies European Tour. That was in 2006. She just turned 18. yeah, yes. and yeah. she's now the old lady on the field. She's 31 she's years old.
1: She's now the old lady, exactly. Uh, Christian, um, Christian, Christian is
0: me. Christian was born in 1984. You know, he's, that, he's, these guys, That's right. these yeah. guys are still young,
1: yeah. young, young, young. Um, what is what is delightful is to see guys like Dylan Fratelli and Eric Detoy coming into their own on, on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour is a serious, uh, hard nut to crack. Mm-hmm. But these guys are, are learning to do it the right way now. They, they're not rushing off to America. They play on the Sunshine Tour. They use those co-sanctioned events. And remember, we're getting some challenge to a co-sanctioned mm. events also in the new season. So they're using the Challenge Tour and the European Tour events to, to learn. And during those events, to accumulate enough ranking points through the, the money they earn, the positions they finish, to crack a few starts in Europe. Some of them, like Sean Norris, go via Japan or Asia. J.B. Kruger did it that way, the same as James Kingston and, and, and those blokes. Um, but you get onto the European tour first. You cut your teeth there. And it is something that Ernie Els has always, always, always said. That's the route to go. Don't rush to, to, to America. And he, even, he was even the person that motivated Brooks Kupka to go to Europe first. And look what Brooks has, has accomplished. Um, because in Europe you learn to play so many different courses, mm. so many different weather um, conditions, uh, the 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 way courses are set up, the way the conditions are, it really gives you a, a profound um, foundation to take to America, where the courses are, are very similar. So, if suddenly in America you add a U.S. Open, and we've seen it over and over again in the last couple of years, where you suddenly have a severe layout, a very tough uh, uh, setup, and the conditions are bad. Yeah. The Europeans rise, the, the cream rise to the top in terms of the Europeans or the European tour players mm. of a the, of the series competitor. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger Woods um, is a great
0: example of that. He could, he could kill yeah. in America, <laughs> can't play in Europe.
1: Exactly. I exactly. Want... I mean, what, what has Tiger, with all his accolades, and I'm a huge Tiger fan. But what has he achieved in Europe? Mm. He won won the British Open.
0: Yeah, not when it was windy. He
1: never, (laughs) ever, ever features in any other tournament and he doesn't play them. He just doesn't play them. He only prepares for one tournament and that's the Open Championship. And the amount of work he does in preparation for that. And then he also only wins when the conditions are favourable. Never won a tough one. I want to talk.
0: Never. I want to talk about women golfers in South Africa. What's that crop like?
1: I'm I'm seriously excited about women's golf in South Africa. Very excited. the 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 work I do with golf RSA has given me a window into the talent that are coming up, and with the new, um, I'm, I'm I'm also very excited to tell you, Sarah Browdy, the new president of Women's Golf South Africa, was nominated was nominated as a, or announced as a finalist. In the G-Sport Awards, uh, this week, well, today actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Woman of the Year, um, right up there, you know, it's, it's an unbelievable honor because this woman has made it her job in the last four years to grow golf development in South Africa. And so, if we look at um, what's currently out there, you got Ashley Buhai playing on the Ladies European, uh, Ladies PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour. She had her best season last year. In an interview I did with her after the Rico Women's Open, where she did so, so well, she said that she really believes she's a late bloomer and that her best season is still coming. Now, last year, in, finished the season last year with her best ranking ever, just outside the top 50. And um, she, unfortunately, her, her season was derailed while she was in Australia. The China uh, and Thailand events were canceled, mm-hmm. so she had to come back to South Africa. Teed it up at Glendale and the Jabra Ladies Open and walked away with it. Just walked it. No one in the field could touch her. And um, But she, she was very good in that one, and the next week the jet lag hit her. So she didn't have the Investec South African Women's Open she was hoping for. But we sat her down and we had a little interview with her where she chatted to us about, actually keeps a serious eye on amateur golf in South Africa. And she came to do to a, do a breakfast at the South African Amateur Championship, which uh, which was just um, before she played in Jabra, or just after she played Jabra, sorry. And um, she asked me to introduce her to several goals that she's been following. Mm. So, during the interview we did with her, we said to her, what do you think these girls are doing wrong? You know, why we have so few girls um, making it internationally. And if you count them, you can you can literally count them on your hand, John. Mm-hmm. You've got Ashley Dunn uh, in America on the LPGA Tour. Then you've got Stacey Brechman, who's played on the Ladies European Tour for about 12 years now. She's never won. But she's come close quite a few times. Then you have Nicole Garcia, Um, Who got a card at Q School, kept her card for two seasons, then was off due to hip surgery for a whole season, and she was due to make her comeback this year. Then you have two others, Nabuched Lamini and um, Lejeune Leithwaite. Both of those two got their cards in 2018, played with a beast status, which means limited events, didn't have a full schedule. Um, Lijan managed to finish in the top 80 to keep her card. Nobuchli had to go back to Q School with Cassandra Hall, one of our, our rookies from the Sunshine Ladies Tour. Both got their cards, and Monique Smith made a comeback. So, so literally, we have seven players in Europe and one player in America. Mm. That is just. So bad if you take into consideration <laughs> our men's golf yeah. history, right? Lolly, okay. Lolly, so we... now you now you look at the amateurs, John, and that are coming through. Okay, we have two South Africans teeing it up in the women's uh, US women's amateur starting Monday. We haven't had a South African qualify for the US women's amateur in about ten years. Excellent. And those are the two goals I'm excited about. Kaylee Talfa got All-American last year. She's at Auburn University. Golf RSA Elite Squad member. She won a, a tournament on the collegiate circuit, followed it up with another one and finished 12th over, overall and broke into the top 50 in the world on the rankings. Casual Mystery played the Sunshine Ladies Tour circuit before she went to America.
0: Have we lost Lali? Are you just, there? Yeah, all right. Quickly, Lally. we're running out okay. of time. We need yeah. to move on to our next guest. Hmm.
1: So, Cardinal mystery had two top four finishes, and she finished twice, uh, second twice, on the Sunshine Ladies Tour, playing against pros from all over the world. Mm. And she finished fourth overall. Uh, all
0: right, that cell phone... That cell phone's had enough. All right. Sorry about that, Lali. That cell phone was finally giving out. Lali Stunder, sports writer, golf reporter, and as you heard, uh, promoting the amateur side of South African golf.
1: Things are looking good in the sport.